It's intern John. Football is back, and this commander season, there are huge prizes to be won at Safeway. Enter Safeway's Huddle Up and Win Sweepstakes. You could win up to $10,000 cash or autograph commander's merchandise. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at SafewayHuddleUpAndWin.com. Safeway makes sure commander's fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Safeway, the official supermarket of the Washington Commanders. Everyone knows that putting money aside in savings is really important. But then what? Should you keep your savings locked in a CD for a higher rate or keep them liquid in a money market? Can your checking account help you save too? Or is it about creating the right combination? We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about the savings options that are right for you. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com. Member FDIC. Welcome to Season 4 of Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. This podcast is not just information, but impartation and activation. We believe that every conversation will encourage, equip, and empower you to live the daily supernatural life. Subscribe to this podcast and then share every episode with your friends and family and be activated. Thank you so very much for joining into another adventure in the Holy Spirit. I want to encourage you guys, if you think that we're living in the last days and you're needing hope, you want to know what the Bible has to say about the end times, about the last days. I mean, these are topics of discussion around the dinner table at churches and things like that. I've got a free PDF available for you called Three Secrets to Unlocking the Book of Revelation. That download is available in the podcast description, the podcast notes. It's available for you. Three Secrets to Unlocking the Book of Revelation, and it, it will give you hope for the end times or the last days. It will expand your biblical knowledge. It might even blow away some of your theology and some of the things that you've been taught. Three Secrets to Unlocking the Book of Revelation. Do you believe we are living in the end times? Are we seeing the signs of the times Jesus talked about with wars, rumors of wars, famines, pestilences, and earthquakes? With recent events of social unrest on the streets worldwide, a pandemic, and the shaking taking place in the political realm, we want to answer your questions and calm your fears by giving you hope through our e-course, The Last Days, A Reformation in Eschatology. You can go through the e-course on your time, diving deep into learning how to study apocalyptic and prophetic passages of Scripture. You'll do a study on the mark of the beast and learn about the signs of the times Jesus spoke about in Matthew chapter 24, Mark 13, and Luke 21, and hear what the major views of the end times are and learn what the rapture really is. We will lay a grounded and biblical answer to a number of your questions about the end times and you'll learn if Bible codes are real, and you'll hear if the Shemitah applies to us today, and make up your own mind if the United States of America is prophesied in the Bible. I want to give you a warning. This e-course, The Last Days, A Reformation in Eschatology, may shatter your worldview and what you have been traditionally taught about the end times. Go to www.charismacourses.com to purchase The Last Days, A Reformation in Eschatology with Jared Lasky e-course today. Guys, I'm excited for today's conversation. I've got Christopher Jones, who has been a movie producer. He's releasing it 
part of a new movie called Nefarious. I got to see an e-screener of that. He spent three years with Pure Flix Entertainment, who are the producers of God's Not Dead. He line produced three feature films with them. He assisted with development, licensing, post-production, integration, and he produced the multiple award-winning faith-based film called Reconciliation in 2011. He was part of The Lucky One and even Unplanned. But today we'll, we'll be talking about some of his background as a movie producer, but also this movie nefarious and i want to give you guys a preview of this upcoming movie which is powerful it's a supernatural thriller and it's coming to theaters in april so check out this preview hello you should have accepted my offer james Execution scheduled for 11 p.m. But he's trying to convince us he's gone insane. And therefore incapable of being executed. I need you to prove he's faking it. Edward? I'm gonna ask you some questions. I'm not Edward. I'm a demon. Demons aren't really a thing. What happened to Edward? We own him. We? <laughs> He's a master manipulator. You have your head so twisted around you think you're the killer. Not him. Now give me something to make me believe you. Prove to me you're a demon. Probably just a coincidence. I want to talk to the real Edward. Makes me do bad things. I can't stop him. I need you to see something. You got a fan. Did the same thing with all his victims. Help me! I'm trying to, Edward, but you have to answer my questions. You have to tell me the truth. It won't let me! It can go away. It can go away. Yes? No. Exactly what it is that we'd like you to do. Coming to theaters April 14th. Welcome, Chris, to Adventures in the Spirit. Thank you. I appreciate that. That might be a different kind of trailer than your audience is used to seeing, but it's ultimately it's a, it's a modern day screw tape letters type story. So it does go into the darkness a little bit, but it actually brings the gospel and brings the things of the kingdom in a way that's our audiences are typically not used to. Right. Well, we need to talk about supernatural things. You know, this story, I mean, how did you guys kind of decide to jump into this? I mean, we're, we're living in a day and age where like evil is out there. It's yeah. right there in our eyes. The supernatural is real. We have the power of the Holy spirit within us. You know, we have Jesus within us you know, doing greater things, but we need to reach more people through these art forms, through the media and things like that. So what's some of the backstory to producing this, choosing this movie, and then bringing it to the screen? 
Yeah, I had come across, it's inspired by a book. It's not a straight adaptation, but it's inspired by a book, and a Nefarious Plot, by author by the name of Steve Dace, a best-selling book. And we actually bought the rights a, year, a few years ago, and then we felt in prayer, we were praying, and the Lord told us to do Unplanned at the time. And so we actually, we told the author, he said, sorry, we're going to have to put a pin in this for a little bit. We even said, you can have your rights back if, if you want. And he said, no, I'll wait with you guys. And so he's a big supporter of Unplanned. Once plan was done, he basically, we said, okay, I think now's the time. And we started developing the story and writing the script and actually took a long, long time to write the script because this is one of those movies where it either is going to be excellent with the script or it's going to kind of fall on its face. And so we, we took our time. We, we brought the best excellence we could. And I think it really came together in an amazing way. Oh, I, I watched an e-screener of this. And as I was telling you behind the scenes, uh, the acting, especially from the guy who was playing Nefarious, Edward, I thought it was a great performance, you know. But I guess backtracking a little bit, can you share some of your story, how you got into the industry and, and how you believe that this art form, you know, movies is, can reach more people? Because we, we've seen Jesus Revolution recently. There's a Deliverance movie come out in Jesus' name. You know, you guys have produced God's Not Dead. You've been part of Unplanned, you know. So what is God doing in, in the industry? Yeah, he's doing an amazing thing. This is an amazing time for the arts and, and what the Lord is doing it through him. I think he's just gotten started. For me, I actually I grew up in Silicon Valley. I was going to college for, for computer science. The Lord got a hold of me. And long story short, he said movies. And I was like, movies? That wasn't even on my radar at all. So he called me out of kind of everything that I knew, set me on a path. That, and I just, it's been through faith. So to me, filmmaking has always been missional through and through at the same time. And so short, you know, a couple of years into my journey connected me with Pure Flix, but it had just been founded. So I got to work with them for a number of years. And then I got to work with Warner Brothers and all sorts of different things. And so I've gotten to meet all the different faith-based filmmakers and, and really just see the whole industry mature kind of each couple of years. It matures again and again. And right now, I think the Lord's just about to blow it open, to be honest. I think we're at the cusp of something really, really amazing. And I think our, our vision that he's given us is to take back culture, to win the culture war for Christ through the media. And he's going to do that. Yeah, well, he is. And, you know, I I went to film school for three months. It was an intense, okay, just intense editing, screenwriting, producing, directing, and things like that. I've got a love for the industry. Yeah. I've got a love for the art form. Love watching movies. And I, I just appreciate that your production companies and other pro Christian or even faith-based groups, or there's more excellence in them. Gone are the days of, what was that movie in the 70s all about the rapture that just scared people? Oh, yeah, it's been a while. But yes, I know what you're talking about. But yes. these, these movies are excellent and that the production is excellent, the, the cinematography, you know, the, the acting. You know, what can people expect from this movie, Nefarious? Like what? It's supernatural. It's a thriller. It's, and and it, it's a powerful story. So what can people expect from Nefarious? I would say three things, maybe even three or four things in particular. One, like I mentioned, is, I mean, I, I believe that this is probably the best writing that we've ever done. And so if excellent writing is something that you enjoy with films, then you can, and the performances are literally Academy Award winning level. So, I mean, this is the new standard. I mean, I, I think Jesus Revolution, you see just super high production value. The music was amazing. The shots were amazing. Also, I mean, this is, I mean, the, the, the whole industry has been maturing for many years, and this is now the new normal. And so 
I think the production value of Finding Nefarious, but also it's just entertaining. I mean, it's really it's it's the certainly there's there's times where we can have more message movies or cause movies, and and we've done those, and we'll we'll probably do some more. But another thing that that can be expected is just is is just thoroughly entertaining films that also advance the kingdom and honor the Lord. So, what is your role as a producer? What do you do behind the scenes, and and then what do you do? Because I, I know some people are like, well. A producers just in an office or you know like maybe they don't fully understand what producers do but what was your role and and what, what all did were, were you doing behind the scenes and how did you interact with the crew and stuff like that yeah the, some producers are that way but in this case lots of things so i mean it's uh, someone has to shepherd the project from start to finish right and that was us like carrie chuck who are the writer directors as well and myself found the project, we developed the story, we you know raised the money together, we went and shot it, we hired, we put the budget together, hired the crew, found the locations, I mean, everything in post-production, found the editor, edited it together, did the color correction, did the special effects, did, you know, put together the marketing, I mean, it's just the whole process of watching this thing go from a concept to actually being a fully formed movie on theaters across the US on April 14th, you know, that's, some, that's something the producers shepherd. And just to kind of clarify is for the writer from the or the, the producer from the directors, the director is really hired or in charge of of cultivating, overseeing the art of the whole movie, the visual artistic vision where the producers, it's, it's kind of even broader than that, where you're kind of shepherding the entire project. So like every decision along the way ends up falling under your purview. So if that makes oh, sense. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, for the movie Nefarious itself, I mean, I was just kind of pulled in as I was watching it. Just, you know, it's beautiful cinematography, beautiful cuts, beautiful angles, you know, and it, it just kind of pulls you in. And here's this guy. I may, I don't want to give too much of it away, but this guy is like atheist, agnostic, psychiatrist coming in, and he encounters Nefarious. He encounters Edward. And then we go on this journey. The dialogue, you know, it's it's it it pulls you in, you know. And then the actor Edward, you know, just an incredible performance. But you know, what is it that you want people to kind of see and take away from this film, and maybe to experience and encounter? Well, it's one of the things that a friend early on mentioned to me is just ended up saying that that so often these types of movies can be kind of cartoonish or like kind of go into things that are fanciful and just kind of fake. And the part of it is we end up sharing so much of the truth through the, through, through the other side of the looking glass, you know? And so I think it's something where, I mean, come for the entertainment, come because it's a really, really great story. I mean, it's like, I just challenge anybody to find the writing and acting that, you know, to, on par with, with what happens, which is great. But I think ultimately... I mean, so yes, the psychiatrist comes in and basically this, this prisoner is on death row and the warden is telling him he wants to convince you he's insane so he can't be executed. So don't listen to him. He's going to manipulate you. And what it ends up being is the prisoner says, I'm a demon. I can't die. You know, so it's, go ahead, execute me. It's just the body. And the a psychiatrist has to work through what is true and what is not. And so constantly he's being it's it's like a rapid fire the truth is getting thrown at him but it's also mixed with lies and he has to try to determine what is the truth from the lies but ultimately the what ends up being presented is so much of the gospel is actually presented 
but it's it's coming at him so fast he's having a tough time with it but with those in the audience that have eyes to see and ears to hear i think they're just gonna love it yeah i mean we see his personal struggle and some of the decisions that he has to make you know as as i was watching it you know i i was like i was curious how many screens will be showing this and then you know how do you think non-believers will react i mean it's it's supernatural it makes some statements some truthful statements on on things that we're experiencing here and, and you've already mentioned the culture wars you know what what do you think a non-believer can take away from this or what are you expecting them if they walked into the movie theater to encounter something i think they'll be fascinated to be honest i think a lot of 15 to 29 year olds who seek out this these kind of genres in particular are fascinated by the spiritual world. I think that they're interested. I think they're hungry. I think they're eager to learn, to be honest. And they'll kind of take whatever's given to them through entertainment. I, I really actually hope that what they find in this is like very intriguing for them because there's there's substance to what's brought in this one. So it's it's entertaining to them in the ways that they would expect and, and in ways they wouldn't expect. And it's also bringing a certain honesty and re reality to the spiritual world right into the movie. And so the top two things that we're hearing back from audiences, whether believers or non-believers, is the first thing is it's not it's different than I expected because they've never seen anything quite like this before. And I can't stop thinking about it. And I think that's where the Holy Spirit was a part of the process of writing the script, developing the story, making the movie. And I think it's it keeps working on people even after days. I, we get we get some things where people a week later are saying, "I can't stop thinking about this movie." And I think it's the Holy Spirit is is has gotten is, is touching them and and bringing His revelation to them where they can't stop dwelling on the things that were brought up in the movie because there's truth to it. Yeah, and you'd mentioned you know young people they they know that there's something spiritual. You know they're they're searching, they're seeking, and this movie, you know, ha shows good and versus evil. There's some very powerful sequences in it and some very supernatural moments that, you know, some people, even if they don't have a relationship with Jesus, they understand there's something going on. Dare I say the word, something yeah. nefarious taking place in the world now. So I think that it is an entryway for some people to start asking questions. Like say if, if someone, say there's a Christian, and they brought some friends who don't have a faith, but they start asking questions. How do you think the Christian should respond in answering their questions? It just depends on what the questions are, but I think it's a great tool. I mean, there's there are certain movies that come from a Christian worldview that are for us, by us sort of a thing, for, for the choir. With this one, I mean, I, I would show this to anybody, anybody. I mean, a believer, a strong believer, a new believer, a non-believer, an anti-believer. You know, I mean, like I would show. I I have such confidence with what the Lord is doing with this one that I would show it to everybody. I was just actually at my own church. I go to the Harvest Rock uh, Church in Pasadena with Pastor Cheon, and and I showed him and the the leadership there. And some of them were nervous because, like I said in the beginning, this isn't typically the genres that we come at, you know, the church with. And and so we showed it. So we showed it to them and they were all just they were like, this is awesome. Like we will support. I want to show this to everybody. We'll promote it to leadership. And one of the things I was talking to one of the leaders afterwards is she said, I can't wait to show this to some of my like teenagers and other people that I know and just go have a coffee afterward and just talk like let's just talk about it. The things that it brings up. I think it's a great 
not only conversation starter, but it's like, but there's so much substance to it that I think as I don't know to answer your question of like how to answer their questions, but I would be curious to hear their questions. You know, like I'd be really curious what it brings up for believers and non-believers after they've watched it. Yeah, well, that's exciting. Um, so I, I've been to Harvest Rock Church. Uh, great people. Oh, cool. I, I I know Tony Kim, great guy. Well, yeah, and they're very forward-thinking. Great people. And so I think more Christians, you know, we need to prepare cr- Christians have a conversation, have dialogue with people. Don't don't just let it be like here's a theater experience, here's a movie experience, and that's it. But Maybe even Christians can be like, what did you think of it? What did you think of this scene? What did mm-hmm. you think of this, this point where Nefarious was trying to possess these people, you know, the, or this person, you know? What did you think of this scene? I mean, um, it makes some very important messages and it speaks truth. Some of it's subtle. Some of it's just right there. So I think that we need more of this. How many theaters will be hosting this uh, April 14th? We're shooting for right now. It's it turns out it's when we first chose the date, we were gonna have a lot of leeway and and all this stuff. And it turns out it's become one of the most contested competitive weekends of like April modern history. So it's a little bit tough to get screens, but we're looking at probably about eight hundred. So it's nationwide and uh, maybe a thousand. And uh, so April fourteenth, and then you know if we do well, which I expect that we will, you know it's something where you know the next weekend we may even get more screens and kind of that sort of a thing and expand a little bit start off you know and then get bigger and bigger and so but i agree with you on the point of of having one i guess a couple takeaways is just even the question it's in it's in the in in one of our trailers is do you believe in demons you know do you believe in evil right and i think that that really it kind of forces the question of do you believe in evil it's a very basic question right but i think what what, what that foundation is, if you believe in evil, if you believe in demons, you'll believe in angels. If you believe in the devil, you be, there's a God, right? And and that question is actually presented to the psychiatrist in the movie where he's kind of surprised that this, this demon, he basically says, arguing in the favor of a, a creator. And he's like, then the demon says, unfortunately for both of us, he exists. You know, it's that kind of honesty. But I think the takeaway is if if you believe in that, I think that's a beginning, right? It's a beginning to learn about the spiritual world and the spiritual realm. And really, Christianity has the most and the best to teach about that whole thing. So if people are interested to learn, it's a great segue. What would your response be to people who think that this movie, I mean, it's it's rated R, right? But so is the passion of the Christ, (laughs) Right. What, yeah. what would your response yeah. be to people who's like, is this really Christian? <laughs> yes, it's really Christian. <laughs> yeah, the R rating, we are, I mean, we show it to, to, to folks, to pastors, to parents, and, and it's almost universally, we don't think it actually deserves a rated R. We very much believe it should be a PG-13, but, you know, I mean, there's no sex, there's no, you know, he- heavy cursing, there's no, I mean, there's, there's a lot of, there's no blood and gore kind of thing. So it, it did. It can be. It is intense at times. It is intense, but it is very much Christian. I mean, I just it it, it upholds. I think it glorifies the Lord. I think it empowers the church, and I think it reaches out to the Amen. lost. And so, as a movie producer, I know that you've got all kinds of projects and other things that you got to balance out. What What are some other things that we could expect to see down down the line of? what's coming like what are some other projects that might be coming down in the near future yeah we have some a lot of uh fun ones that are coming up so we have action movie that's probably next which is kind of uh 
a fun, a little bit semi-dystopian uh, action movie that we'll probably shoot later this year. We've got a great basketball movie coming up that I just think youth in particular, I mean, anyone that loves Facing the Giants or Mighty Ducks or Hoosiers or anything like that will just just love the, the, what we have coming up for that. We've got a TV show that's a comedy, so just a 30-minute TV show. So on the comedy side, so for us, we really want to, it's actually more less of being a production company that does one movie every once in a while. We want to build a studio where the Lord can really advance his kingdom and our culture. And so multiple projects a year, movies, TV, all sorts of genres. To us, story is king. So story can be in a love story. Story can be in a psychological supernatural thriller, right? Kind of an edgy thing. Um, but it can be all sorts of different things, movies, TV, all sorts of things. So we're excited. It's We're on the cusp of, of a lot of big things going awesome. on. Awesome. What would you say to someone who has a faith, but they've kind of heard just too much negativity about Hollywood and the industry, but they feel called. They, they know that it's a calling to take part in the industry, whether it's a writer, producer, a grip, you know, a sound tech. What would, what, if someone came to you, is like, Hey, Chris, I'm thinking about this, but you know, my pastor says one thing, but I believe I'm called to this. How would you encourage them? Definitely follow the Lord. I mean, I was in a similar spot, but the Lord has his ways. He has his path. We need more strong believers in the industry and the way to, to heal or save or redeem or just, Break down and build a new Hollywood is for the Lord's people when he, those he calls to take up their armor and their sword and, and say, okay, let's go then. You know, so it's, I mean, if the Lord, it's the mission field at a certain level, right? And so I think it's very important that those called by the Lord answer that call and not be distracted by the criticisms of it. You know, if Jonah was called to Nineveh, you know, I mean, it just, you, you never know what the Lord has. And so if he calls, he'll provide. And it's very important. I mean, what, what we're seeing today and the advances that we're having is because of those who answered the call of the Lord on their heart. Amen. Yeah. Answer the call. Chris, what is the best way for people to connect with this movie or where's a great place? I already played the trailer, but people could go yeah. to different places and even check to see where it's showing near them. Yeah. So, I mean, any of your social media platforms, like, please follow, please like the trailer. You know, that's helpful. And so, you know, Facebook, Instagram, all the different YouTube, Twitter. So our website is whoisnefarious.com. So whoisnefarious.com. And I think actually just going live this after, like in a couple hours this afternoon to actually show, I, we're kind of networked with the theaters to show tickets and they they start coming on sale, I believe today. So we're right on the cusp of it. But yes, whosnefarious.com and, and it'll have all the information. Great. Well, I've got that whosnefarious.com on the screen for people. You know, I want to encourage people, check it out. I mean, it's a great movie, incredible acting, incredible cinematography, some beautiful shots. So thank you so very much, Chris, for being part of the industry, being a, a light there and encouraging people not just to check out Nefarious, but also to listen to the call of God on their life. Is there a social media channel that people can, can connect with as well? Uh, like I said, just whatever the uh, YouTube, Facebook, I mean, we're on Twitter, I mean, Twitter's taken off as well. And uh, can I, if I can say what, do I have yeah, one more great. minute for yeah. a couple seconds? So what's amazing too is, is the Lord, there's been a lot of challenges with this one. I mean, it's any, if someone believes the devil isn't real, just try to make a movie that goes against them. You know I mean? It's, it's, it's pretty amazing, but, but we've also had such favor. And one of the things is we actually got to shoot 
is the first time in Oklahoma history we got to shoot in the yard of an active prison. So it's really amazing, the production value. This is a, a prison that was over 100 years old. I mean, it's got so much history. I mean, just different, like there's such quality and, and richness to the shots. And so it was really just so much favor that was given to us with that. And it, I think it really shows up in the movie. It's a pretty pretty interesting experience. Well, actually, it's funny that you bring that up because when I saw the prison, I was like, that doesn't look like a set. That, you know, no. I was like, that looks real. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's legit. Awesome. Well, thanks, Chris, for being part of Adventures in the Spirit. And again, I want to encourage everybody to check out whoisnefarious.com. You know, go to this movie when it releases in theaters near you, April 14th. And also, if you think that we're living in the end times, I've got a, a PDF available for you, Three Secrets to Unlocking the Book of Revelation, available in the podcast description. And as always, guys, subscribe to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky, available anywhere and everywhere you listen to podcasts and give us a rate and a review because it boosts the algorithm so that we, we can reach more people and more people can hear incredible conversations like the one I had here with Chris. Thank you so very much, Chris, for being part of Adventures in the Spirit, brother. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky, a podcast that activates you to live the supernatural life. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and share it with your friends. Leave a five-star rate and review, which helps us reach more people with the love and power of the Holy Spirit and partner with us at firebornministries.com. And may you live your best spirit-empowered life and have your own adventures in the Holy Spirit. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeart Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts.